turned it off, though. Turn the ringer off. I turned it off. Hey, buddy, what's up? Make it into a dead ringer. Nice. Very nice. I got ah. some, uh, some trail mix here if you want some. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. What does it have in it? Pineapples, coconuts? It does. It's got dried pineapple, dried papaya, coconut flakes, walnuts, dried cranberries, banana chips, and cashews. A tropical trail mix. There's not a lot left, but you can have some of it. I'll have just a little bit. I'm not going to use all of it, though, you know. Hey everybody, it's Action Features. I don't know what episode number it is. I, I didn't even remember that we were recording this week. I, I've lost track of time. I don't know when three weeks passes by anymore. It just goes. I've lost all track of time. I look around and I'm like, where, where am I? Where am I? Uh, yeah, so here we are. It's Action Features. Hey, you know what figure's tough to find now? What's that? That Shadow 12 inch from Go Hero. I bet it is. I have that figure. I bet it is. I'm hard pretty happy I got it now. The guy from Go Hero himself was like commenting on one picture or something, and he said, "I get asked for this figure like at least once a week now to see if there's any more floating around at the warehouse or anything like that." So, hey, that's cool. I did a good job. That's a cool figure. I'm glad I got it. It's a cool figure. It is. It's based on uh, Shadow, the comic book been, character. I still never watched that either. That's all hey, right. What was this doing here? That's for your dad. Oh, okay. I told. I sent with it the message that it was for your dad, but I guess... Oh, uh, that got lost in translation. Got lost. Yeah, I said, what's this for? And she said, I don't know. She said to, he said to give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, okay, cool. So I left it here until I saw you next. Okay, yeah, that's for your dad. All right. Shane in the Shadow, two SHAs. Careful what the last letter is. Yeah, who knows? Who knows what'll happen? Don't let it be a T. Shat? Yeah. That's not really a That's real... a curse. It's not a curse. It's a reverse curse. It's, it's a, well, it's not a. Re, it's like a. I'm it's saying like Shatner. It's a past like tense. Short for nah, it's Shatner. A, it's past Shat. tense. Past tense of, a, of yeah, the sh Shatner. word. Password. Past tense of Shatner. The s h i t yeah. word. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So I don't have a lot written down. There's not a lot to talk about. Really. I don't either. But something's gonna come. You up. got two things this time. It's and one of last time. One of them's gonna be on your list. I'm sure. You see Joker? Nope. I saw it. I know. Quite enjoyed it. That's what I wrote down on my list. That you enjoyed it? Was for you to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It was good, man. Um, it was not... It's not the comic book. It's not comic book Joker. It's not at all. Yeah. It's their own take on it. It's like uh, reading an Elseworlds, a really good Elseworlds comic. That's what it felt like. Hmm. Where there's the characters and the situations that you recognize, but put into a whole different story. Hmm. Um, and I was fine with it. I was like, wow, this is... It, it's all, incredibly well acted. You'd already been acclimatized by Keith Ledger. No, 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 no. So, so now it's okay. No, no, because no. you already got. No, no, no. The ice had been broken by no, Keith Ledger. Come on now. Come on now. Don't do that. So now what? Don't do that. You know I don't like Keith Ledger. I know you don't, but I think uh, the ice got broken with Keith Ledger. So now, every, you know, whatever they do after that is like that's no, better. Uh, see, that's not supposed to be an Elseworlds movie though. Like the Batman. Movies are supposed to be like Batman movies. Yeah. This felt like it was not a Batman movie. It was like using the Joker character in something else. But not really the Joker character. Mm. Okay. Well, if it's Elseworlds, Batman. Okay. I'm just playing devil's advocate Well, here. either way, I still wouldn't like that movie very much. That's cool. It wouldn't be a good movie to me. I don't like Dark Knight. I don't blame you. To me, it's it's not Ma a well-structured movie. Maggie Gyllenhaal? What's going on there? Do you get a little, just a, a tiny bit of Batman? Yeah, a tiny bit of Batman. Uh. I don't, kind of a weird I don't blame you. But. I'm not a fan. I know some people like it, and if you like it, that's great. It's just not my cup of tea. But I liked this a lot. I thought it was really well acted, well directed. The cinematography was great. The music was great. The setting was great. 
Uh, it was just really good. And the story itself was compelling. You know, mm-hmm. like as I watched the movie, I was like, wow, I'm really interested in what's happening here. I'm really interested in this character. I'm really interested in all the supporting cast. Um, I like the turns they took the story in the movie. It was just, man, it was really good. Really, really good. And uh, so I, I went with Blaze and my dad because um, it was. I think it's too too much for Keaton. It's a it's, it's an very adult. dark. Um, and I felt like it it had like a dark subject matter too, like to the point where it wasn't one of those radar movies where I feel like you know Keaton can handle this. This is this is fantasy like Predator. This is a fantasy situation. Predator's different. The violence is there, but it's it's a, a fantasy violence. It's not like a real world violence. And this has more of like a real world. Tell that to Dutch. Violence. Tell it to Dutch. I'll tell it to Dutch next time I see him. Yeah. Hey, hey, Dutch. That was not real. That wasn't real world violence. You're not a real world. <laughs> uh, hey, Apollo Creed. Hey, Apollo Creed. That was you fake get, violence. The CIA got you pushing too many pencils in a in a fantasy world. Um, yeah, but it was great, man. And actually, Blaze went and saw it again that Friday with his friends. Whoa. Like, he was like, I want to see it again. I want to see... I'm, I'm going to go see it again. I was like, okay, cool, man. That's awesome. I'm looking forward to when the DVD comes out. And it's done great. Like, it's made a ton of money. You can get it on DVD. I saw something uh, online. It's a controversial Joker. Controversial film makes a billion... Approaches a billion dollars. It's not controversial. It's not controversial. It's not. Everybody knew this was going to be a big deal. It's not controversial. It's had a lot of publicity. Yeah. It's had a lot of marketing. It's a movie, guys. It's not controversial. Yeah, there's there's movies. There's this, a thing of movies now. And some are going to be darker than others. This one's dark. Yeah. What do you want? You know? What do you want? What do you want? What do you want? But it was good, man. They want controversy. I, uh, I liked it a lot. Blaze, actually, he he's getting the... Uh, there's this company, Toys Era, that does one-six scale figures that are unlicensed. Like they do a bunch of the X Men characters. I got a bunch of the Toys Era X Men, and they uh, they showed the Joker. Like I think he's I think we saw it before the movie came out, and he's like, "Wow, that's a really cool figure." I was like, "Yeah, that is really neat. That's a cool one." And then uh, made from the Joker. And then we saw the movie, and he was like, "I gotta get that. I gotta pre order that Joker. I gotta get that Joker." So he bought it. He's buying this one six scale figure, and it actually sold out in the pre order period before the. They even said it was gonna like it was gonna last until the fifteenth, and it sold out by the thirteenth or something. Uh, so he pre-ordered that guy. That's how much he mm-hmm. liked it. One six figure is, is called a dolly. Yeah, it's a dolly. Oh, it's a doll. I mean, you're gonna dress it. Yeah, and undress it. It's a doll repeatedly. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> um, man, it was good. I think you should see it, dude. I'll see it one I day. I like it, man. I'll see it one day. Uh, you may keep going on mine. You got something else? Maybe on the DVD disc, I'll see it. Maybe. I hear, uh, I heard an ad on, I keep hearing this ad on the radio. Okay. Uh, for, I don't know what it's for, insurance or something like that, but the guy keeps saying, and, and sign up and get a free DVD disc. The last? Uh, the last D is a disc. Is a disc. Oh, no, wait, he's called a DVD video, I think. It, the V is Isn't for video. Isn't the V a video? Yeah. yeah, digital video disc. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he's saying, sign up and get a free DVD video. My, in the, was it my grandma that did this commercial? Maybe. From the dead, back from the grave? Does she sound like a <laughs> 45-year-old guy? <laughs> DVD video. <laughs> DVD video. It's like my mom used What's to call. What's that V stand for? There's only so many V words in the, in the English vocabulary. I don't know why my mom did this, but moms did this. They called all game systems Nintendo. Yeah. So all things that can play video are video. You got their video on there. VHS video, yeah. DVD video, Blu-ray video. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 
VHS video. Hey, shout out to my buddy Josh Birch if he happens to be listening. Ah, uh, I one. wanted to bring that up. My buddy Josh Birch. Tell that. I uh, I don't get to see him very often because he's he lives in another state. Preach. But I saw him at the this toy show. Um, I uh, I didn't go to the toy show, but there's hotel sales the night before. Like at the hotel, they had like a lobby sale. Like everybody that's staying at the hotel brings down their stuff and they do the sale. And I was like, you know what? I'll go over there. I have to bring these these flyers to Chris anyway. Now I can see Josh. I'll hang out for a minute so I can say hi to Josh. And so I hung out there for a minute. I was like, ah, I don't want to, I don't want to stay here any longer because this is, I'm around this stuff all like a lot, and I want to go home. So Josh showed up and he's like, oh man, I, I, he's like, I didn't want to come to this thing. He's like, what? I don't, I'm around this stuff all the time. He's like, what do you do with these things? And I was like, well, I leave. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna leave now. I just was sticking around and saying hey to you. And he's like, hey, before you do that though, I just want to let you know. That for like this entire thirteen hour drive, he's like I listen to nothing but action features. I listen to it the whole time. He's like thirteen hours of action features. He's like I ended on your Jaws episode. That's insane. It was insane. What? I was like, whoa! I was like, it was great. He's like, it helped pass the time, man. It was great. Kudos to him. Kudos he, to he, him, he man. He did. He did the unthinkable. I can't even stand being in the same room with you for a half an hour. It's of really tough. Like it's tough. Yeah. I have to push through, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine the torture of having listened to back to it. You know, I can't imagine listening to anything for thirteen hours straight is is hard. Hey, it was the ultimate compliment. That's it's what you said in text. Compliment. Yeah, it really is, man. To know that somebody didn't shut it off, like after like a, an episode or two, must go, have been a lot of variety in there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We must have had variety, man. He must have caught. He must have started it just like the, the, good the right where we had yep. we we had it a lot of, a lot to say. Yeah, back when we were good, you know, back before where we had like four things written down. Yeah. We went, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess we were doing something right in those episodes. Hey, because it got him through. Hey, hey, man, he must have started after Small Wonder. I was gonna say he must have not got the Small Wonder episode. He must have started like a Night Dads. I think Night oh, Dads yeah. is where he peaked. Night Dads is the peak. Night Dads is where he peaked, for sure. I think about Night Dads a Night lot. Night Dads is... I've had, we'll I, never get better than that. I've had to watch... Okay, listen to this. Uh, I'm married, you know. Really? Yeah. So, oh, okay. So, I have seen almost, aside from ones I've fallen asleep or whatever, I've seen almost every episode of Designing Women. Oh, dear God. My wife loves Designing Women. She oh. grew up watching that with her mom. I can't even do that. I'm spitting. Any pots is in that. I would almost watch it just because it's Janine. She is just about worth it to watch for. Yeah. I like any pots. Yeah. Um, actually, I, I I like Delta Burke, I guess. Okay. I know she got. I, I know guess she got, you do. I know she got very big there. She did. She was always kind of big, but she's a very pretty lady. And she, she was married she, to Major she, Dad, wasn't she? Yeah. She, she still, still is. Still Dad? is. Okay. Still is. Yeah. And uh, she's a she's a funny part of the show. She. She left in the last two seasons. She wasn't there. Okay. I know this because I've seen every episode of Designing Women. Seven seasons yeah. that show went on. Yeah. That's a lot, man. Amy's got all of them on digital video on, disc. On DVD video? DV, DVD video. Whoa, man. Yeah. Wow. I've never heard of anybody Digital video disc. Designing Women on DVD. Video. She did it. She did the feat. Wow. And I've seen them all. And when I'm watching it, I'm thinking... I could be watching Perfect Strangers night, right now. I got... Perfect Strangers season one and two to to replace Designing Women. 
I had that. You could just borrow mine. I know, but I didn't want to, you know, like, hey, let me borrow that. And then then what? What if I want to watch it again? Didn't you text me and ask me if I had it? I did. And I couldn't, I couldn't push for the ask. I couldn't push just one more step to ask for it. What? Because I wanted to buy it. Okay. You should have borrowed it. Yeah. You should have borrowed it. I wanted to have it. Now I feel weird, man. Because now I want to. I feel like there's this weird, this weird thing you can't ask me to borrow things. I can ask me to borrow it. I'll ask you to borrow anything. All right. Well, you didn't. I just couldn't do it with Perfect Stranger. That's weird. That's weird, man. Well, it's Perfect Stranger. Um, I don't trash can in here. Yeah, I wanted to have it because I thought thought, I'm going to start buying Perfect Strangers. So you won't be able to. That's the only ones you can buy. No, you can buy the other ones. Since when? But they're what I would consider to be costly for a 30 year old TV show. Those got to be bootleg. Maybe they are. They're on Amazon. They have seasons three. What's going on? Because they couldn't release them for the longest time because of the music. Uh, I hope they're not seasons where they have music edited out. You know, sometimes they'll have an awkward blank space I'm or look canned right music or something. I'm look right now. Look on Amazon.com. www.amazon.com. Perfect Strangers DVD. Perfect Strangers. For the longest time, you could only get the first two. Wow. Yeah. They must have edited out the music, man. There ha- that they has might to be have. Or maybe they went ahead and paid for it, and that's why they're all $20 or more, or whatever it is. That could be. So, but when I'm watching uh, these shows, I'm thinking about Night Dads. Uh, hang on now. Hang on. So, this was this comment is from 2018, so that, I guess this is a recent occurrence. Okay. Somewhat recent. So, so, at least within a year. I'm so glad Season 3 was finally released. It was one of my favorite shows. The picture quality is much improved over Season 1 and 2 set. This opening sequence is missing on the third episode. Not sure whether the original theme song is present. Um, These people running uh, the Perfect Strangers property, they really got to get their act together. Are those first two seasons? Yeah. Um, there's there's video lines that show up in the episodes. Yeah. They just record them straight off a VHS. They, they may only have the tapes left. They, usually crazy. what they would do back then is they would transfer the film to tape and they would destroy the film yeah. after that. So everything was kept on tape. Hey. So. Hey. Don't tell me that. Hey. I know hey. you could still get I know you could still get other old TV shows perfectly remastered. So It all depends on if they kept the film or not. <laughs> they may have just transferred that one to tape. Yeah, I don't know what. So the, I guess it was just finally released last year. But for the longest time, only season one and two happened because the other seasons had music in them. That they sang, yeah, or something, and they didn't have the copyright to it. That's lame. So, I don't know. I don't know how they got around it, but yeah, they're all on here now. Well, this is amazing. I might have to go buy some Perfect Strangers. See Thanks a lot. I'm, see what I'm saying? Yeah. But anyway, it, it, made, good, it made me think of Night Dads. Night Dads. I just think about Night Dads all the time. I want to, want to make it. I want to make, make it happen. It too, I want to live that dream. I want to just pitch it. Just send that episode as a pitch. Night Dads. Different... Yeah, they're there when you need them. Yeah. <laughs> Take care and believe them. I mean, here's the next line. Believe them. <laughs> There's a house full of doubtful kids. Because <laughs> there's no, um, there's no, something like no time. There's no set time for love or something like that. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. There was some goofy line in there. Oh, it's good. That's night dads. That's par for the course. I, I will, I will really listen to that episode at some point. Yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to night dads again. All right, what do you got? Anything else? Well, uh, there's a movie on Netflix that I... What's it called? For some reason, thought, maybe this is okay. Uh, Murder Mystery. It's, oh. It's a, 
it's uh oh no oh no yeah that's yeah jennifer aniston and that's right adam sandler that's right why'd you do that sometimes you just want something that's uh well sometimes your wife just wants something that's kind of mm. easy to watch but you're looking for well i gotta have to be interested in something it mm-hmm. can't just be designing women Again, it can't yeah. be can't be four so episodes. Like, oh, Jennifer Aniston. I want to watch a movie instead of four episodes of Designing Women. So, yeah. so uh, yeah, Jennifer Aniston's in it, okay. and we watched the trailer, and it looked like yeah. you know maybe it was okay. And I have to say that it was okay. It felt a little bit more like an older Adam Sandler movie. Oh, okay. The film quality was good. You know how it's like all the new all his movies they look real cheap. They look like yeah. they're filmed on a you know two hundred dollar digital camera. Yeah, which they probably are. Uh, this actually looked like it was uh, a film put wow, together okay. from Hollywood. It looked All like, right. and maybe Jennifer Anderson said, "Hey, if I'm going to do this, we're going to get a real camera. We got to get a real camera I'm not, for this. I'm not playing this game." But it was it was kind of fun, and Adam Sandler actually had some funny things to say, and he All wasn't right. playing. You know, it's not so. It's not. It's not awesome. It's not. It's not. It's not. Billy not it's not Billy Madison. It's not Billy Madison. It's not even Happy Gilmore. It's not even that. I'd go hey. so far to say it's not even Mr. Deeds. Thank you for putting them in the proper order. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Happy, Happy Gilmore, Gilmore. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds. Big hey. Daddy It's pretty good. Big Daddy's pretty good. Anybody that tries to tell you that Happy Gilmore is funnier than Billy Madison, cut that person out of your life. I wouldn't say that. Just You don't need that person. I do think Happy Gilmore is very funny. It is, but I, it's not as funny as Billy it's Madison. It's not as funny as Billy Madison. It's not. There's no debating it. It's just not. Yeah. Uh, you don't need that kind of negativity in your life. Just cut that person off. Yeah. If they come to you and they say Happy Go More is funnier than Billy Madison, don't even talk to that person. They'll again. bring you down. They will. They'll they'll find some way to stab you in the back at some point. Yeah. You know? They'll take Just, you down to Chinatown. They'll do it. Uh okay, so watch it. I'd say if you're just kind of lounging around All and right. looking for something a little different and you want a couple chuckles and a little bit of there's a there is a mystery to it. You're not quite sure who who done it. Yeah. It's maybe worth a look. Okay. Oh, speaking of whodunits. Who did it? There's a movie coming out with Daniel Craig called... Uh, oh, I saw that. Law- Knives Out yeah. or Knives... Now, here's the thing, man. Tell me. I'm pretty sure that movie is by Ryan Johnson, who did The Last Jedi. Uh, yeah. If that's the movie I'm thinking of. Okay, here's... But here, I, okay, I did see that when I saw the trailer. Here's something, though, that I realized... I'm willing to give a director a second chance, a chance outside of the realm. Okay, so we're just talking about. I, I know exactly what you mean. Dark Knight. Yeah. Or was it Dark Knight Rises? Was the Dark Knight Rises the third one? Dark Knight was the second. Okay, one. Christopher Nolan. Then begins Dark Knight. Dark Knight Rises. I think maybe the fact that he took a property that we're so used to and directed that is. Uh, we didn't like it. We didn't like his interpretation. We didn't like that. But Inception was very good. And Dunkirk was very good. Okay. And those are two things that I had no previous. You know, there was that one movie too where there there was magicians. Uh, that he did. Burt Wonderstone, the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. the one. You know what I'm talking about? They had uh it had Wolverine and Batman. Did he do that movie? Didn't he do that? The Prestige? I think, I think it, he did I that. I think maybe he did. I that, think he did that one. That movie's excellent, too. I'm going to find that out. That movie's excellent. 
I as, like that. As a matter of fact, so is Inception is excellent, and Dunkirk is excellent. I'm raising it is. the bar for all he, three the of those. The Prestige is Christopher Nolan. Yeah. I, I'm not a huge fan of his movies, but you know that doesn't mean he hasn't done good movies, too. Well, that's what I'm just saying is, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? So Ryan Johnson comes in, and he really stinks it up. Ugh, he butchers it. With Star Wars. It's But it's like a different level of... That's true. It is, of, a, it is different. Of destruction on film. Yeah. He intentionally... Did that. I mean, he intentionally chose to upset goal. the Apple car. Yeah. But maybe with this movie, there's no standard set. Could it be maybe, good? Maybe. It could be crap. It could be crap. It could be absolute crap. It could be. So, I'm not going to go see it in the theater Don't or anything. Don't go see it there. Don't do that. I'm not going to do that. Um, We saw Ghostbusters in the theater again. Oh, did you? It was back for a 35th anniversary event. Yeah. Thing. We've seen it a few times at the theaters now. I guess Aliens come back, too. Yeah, I think it's... That might already happened, man. It might have. It might I we happened. saw I saw that in the theater too. I don't. Know. Um, it was cool though because they had like a. Uh, it wasn't just here's here's the movie you know on, we're playing on our Blu-ray projectors type of deal. Um, there was an opening like there was a interview sequence that had With Annie ghost? Potts interview a ghost interviewing ghosts. Hmm. It was Annie Potts interviewing ghosts. The ghosts of Designing Women Sounds characters. Cool. They died. Yeah. There are oh, spoiler warning. They died in the last season. Yeah. Um. And so she was interviewing the ghosts of the characters from Designing Women. It was kind of weird to put it in front of Ghostbusters, but I was like, you know what? Yeah. I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, just do it. I'm just going to do it. Um, no, it had Annie Potts. It had Sigourney Weaver. And then it had, all lined up, um, Dan Aykroyd, Ivan Reitman, Ernie Hudson, and Bill Murray. Hmm. Like, in a current interview, the four of them together talking about Ghostbusters, like, making the movie. Well, I'll be... Um, which everybody is now looking at as, okay, was this done on the set of the new Ghostbusters, and this is confirmation that Bill Murray's in the new Ghostbusters? Or it could what? have been done on the set of the last Ghostbusters. They're doing a great job of, of, of you know, it was, it was too... It too recent? Too recent, yeah. Okay. Um, they've actually completed filming for the new Ghostbusters. And if the original cast is in it, they've done an amazing job of keeping that under wraps. Like, they've done a really good job of keeping that a surprise, you know? Yeah, they have. There's, there's been lots of rumors. I haven't heard anything. There's been lots of talk about it, but nothing ever confirmed. No pictures of them on set. None of that stuff. Um, the closest anybody got was there's a restaurant that's near the set, and somebody caught them all at dinner there, which is another thing. It was like, maybe it's confirmed that they're all in it. Um but this, them all being together and Bill Murray participating in something Ghostbusters was like, maybe it's happening. Maybe they are all together. And it was great, man. They were all cutting up and making jokes. Hmm. And um, Bill Murray had a great, like, complimentary line to Harold Ramis. Because like, they, they had a big feud for a long time. They didn't bury the hatchet until Harold Ramis was dying. Oh. Um, Bill Murray said, uh, yeah, we had, we had Harold. Harold wrote all the good, funny lines in the movie. And then Danny wrote all the other stuff. Uh, which that's that was funny. It was just like an off the cuff kind of funny thing yeah. to say, and they were reminiscing about driving the Ecto around in New York. It was really cool. And then they showed um, these never before seen alternate takes that haven't been on the DVDs or anything of uh, them coming out of the Sedgwick because they recorded different versions. Because at that time, if they did like uh, a televised version of a movie, instead of editing in, you know, dubbing in something over a curse word. They would put it in an alternate take. Like yeah. they would, here's a take where we didn't say any curse words. Um, so these alternate takes had never been seen before. 
So there's this whole alternate take of them at, coming out of the Sedgwick and different jokes and stuff. And then there was a different uh, take of them and Peck going to see the mayor. There's a whole different sequence of that in everyone's scene before. Huh. So it's like all this new Ghostbusters stuff that I'd never That's seen cool. before. It was really cool. And then we got to see the movie afterwards. And it was a mm. great, clean copy of the movie. Um, like remastered. It was really cool, man. And, you know... Here's a movie that's 35 years old. Everybody in the audience has probably seen it a million times. Uh, but all the jokes still worked. Like, everybody laughed. That movie it was, was funny. It's one of the greats, yeah. And people got excited during the parts where you're supposed to get excited. Uh, and everybody left the movie, like, smiles on their faces and everything. It was awesome, man. Yeah. It's so cool getting to see Ghostbusters in the theater with other people. Because everybody there loves the movie. And the movie still works. It does. Um. But it was cool, man. Real cool. Good. Yeah. What else you got? Well, that reminds me... Um, of the time you tried to drill a hole in your head? Yeah. That, that would have worked, worked if you hadn't stopped me. me. Last episode, you asked me what movie would I want to see in the theater if it came back. Yeah. And I got to I think about, this. about it afterwards. And uh, the answer is The Sand Pebbles. And I know I keep talking about that movie. Yeah. But it was really stupid of me not for that... To be my first answer because that's the movie that has everything I want to see in the theater: the scale, the spectacle, the sub. That's the movie. Hey, good for you for a callback well, to that last episode. Well, too, it's though. really bothered me that I didn't. Uh, just caught me off you guard. You go up at night. Huh, why didn't huh, I say it? Why didn't I say it? <laughs> so that's my official answer. All right, cool, man. All right, good job. Uh, okay, here's something that's disappointing. Oh. Tom McFarlane, when it comes to Star Trek, what happened? I uh, knew. What What is he doing? Did he lose the license or something? I have or? no idea, dude. We got two figures last year. Remember when I said... Uh, and nothing since. Remember when I said, I'm a little bit afraid to, for this because he's going to exactly put what those happened. two figures out and that's going to be it. That's it, man. How do you get the Star Trek <laughs> license and only put out two figures... From different seasons, From two different you. shows. Two different shows, yeah. In two years. Like... Why even get the license, man? Well, he's busy with uh, Halos. He's got DC now, so I don't think there's any chance we're ever going to get any more Star Trek. But man, what a disappointment! Because those figures were really nice. They were great. Yeah. And that's it. That's all we're getting. It's. I, I mean, there's been no announcement anywhere that I could see. Of, I suspect that Star was going to over. I thought that there was going to be. I thought he showed prototypes of on the back of the packaging for I think the the phaser from Discovery or something. That that also is not out. Um, it showed. The uh, the one lead actress from Discovery, which I don't know her name, and Spock, that they were coming, but they never <clears> showed <throat> prototypes for them. Um, and as far as I know, that Discovery phaser never came out either. My in my mind, after the Spawn bubble burst, you know they were on the brink of closing down. Yeah, and so it's just him and one other dude in his office. <laughs> And they're and they're trying to they're yeah. trying to crank out all these lines now and they just can't keep up. I just I don't I really I can't fathom because that license has to cost a good I'm amount sure. of money. How you could get that license and only produce two figures? I mean, even even if the sales weren't great on them, you still only did two figures. Yeah, like you didn't get the money back on that license at all. Like, how would you not at least try to put out some more stuff? Give it one more wave, something, but. I mean, I never even really saw those figures in a store. Yeah. I got mine from the comic shop. Yeah, I don't remember seeing them. I don't remember seeing them anywhere else. That was it. But, yeah, man. 
Todd. Super disappointing. Oh, Todd. But it, it got me... Um, so this whole thing spun out of I watched the new Picard trailer. Okay. There's another Picard trailer. This one's probably the best trailer so far. Um, it plays a nostalgia thing a lot more. There's appearances by Data in the trailer and uh, Troy and Riker. And all that stuff was great. Like yeah. seeing them all interact with each other again. They did this like digital de-aging thing on Data. Mm -hmm. That looks pretty good. Like it looks like... He's just Data again. Um, hmm. Instead of Brent Spiner yeah. nowadays, he looks like a younger Data. Uh, I mean, you can tell it's there's a little bit of that there. You they, can always see a little bit of it. They crunch the data. They crunch the numbers into Data. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're inside of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but then it gets that... I hate that they felt the need to do the updated tech and the updated oh, look of things. Yeah. So you get a lot of that minority report hologram crap yep. in the sky and touching things that aren't there. Yep. Iron Man sequences where Digitals. there's the H the HUD displays and pressing it. I would have much rather it just seemed like the next step past Star Trek Nemesis. Yeah. I'd rather it be the evolution of that tech instead of where we're at now, like exploring where tech would be from now. It's kind of getting a little boring. Isn't I don't it? like that. That that to me is boring. It's very boring. Yeah. Um I think everybody would have been much happier if you just gave us the next step of Star Trek Nemesis yeah. type tech and the evolution of next gen tech into what it would be however many years this is down the line, 30 years down the line or whatever yeah. it is. Um, I'd been much happier to see that. Yeah. But, you know, they're going to, they want to get the current people too. They want to get the, the iPhone generation. Yep. And they, I guess they think that they would be, they would look silly see the evolution of that tech. But I think you can make that work. I guess that's how it happens. I guess it is. Me, personally, I have the thing. I don't care if I see it on I don't want screen, to see, really. I don't need to see the hologram displays. That's boring now. It's boring now. It's boring now. Had you shown me the old like monitor <laughs> style, like the flat monitor wall panels, yeah. of that kind of stuff from before, I'd have been much more impressed. S speaking of, of that, I did see the movie Ad Astra. Oh, what would you think? It was good. It was not what I expected. It's not really like a sci-fi adventure movie oh, yeah. it's very cerebral it's kind of an art film with mm. a big budget but it was it was very good and the thing that i appreciated about it was all of the technology in it was really um it was really realistic it looked That's like cool. exactly where we'll be in f 10 years maybe and the whole setup was realistic like his he's looking for his father's at a space station like way out and he has to find him, so they send him to from the moon. He sent he goes to the moon and then goes to Mars from there. And they have a, a, a get your butt to Mars. Yeah, that's a totally get your butt to Mars. Get your to Mars. Um, so he goes to Mars because they have a station there that will launch him to get him further. Instead of just being like, here, I'm getting in my yeah. Chrome, uh, what you know, whatever the stupid thing is, and, and my eye shuttle. I'm not. I'm getting my eye shuttle, yeah. and I'm just jettisoning off. It was. Uh, it was the setup was very realistic. There's a little scene where he has. They get into a, a, sort of a combat situation on the moon, and he's shooting this pistol that he has, and the sound is muffled. It's like poof, poof, oh, okay. because on the moon you really wouldn't have yeah. sound waves. Yeah, really. So it was like. A lot of attention to detail That's as cool. far as that goes. So it had a really unique feel. I think in probably 10 years, it's going to be considered a sci-fi classic. All right, well. That's my I'll thought. have to watch that one when it comes out on DVD video. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's one of the things, going back to Joker again, that's one of the things I like about Joker, too, is that it was very grounded. There was just, it was very realistic stuff. There was no big CGI fights or any of that stuff, which is so, like, has to be in every comic movie, it feels like. There's got to be the big CGI (laughs) thing. Joe here today, we were talking about it. He was asking if I'd seen it, and I said, yeah, I saw it. He said, I really liked it, man. And he's like, I, you know, I like going to see the Marvel movies. I, I enjoy it. And he's just a regular guy. Like, he's not a comic guy. He's not in this kind of stuff. He said, uh, he said, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I'm getting a little bored. Yeah. I'm getting kind of bored with that. Like the whole, this giant spectacle thing and everything is effortless for them. You know, like there's this big giant space battle and everybody's flying around and doing things. Um, and I was like, yeah, man, it really is. Like, I really enjoyed the first Iron Man. And how Tony Stark had to build that suit. And that it was like a... Out of machine ball parts. Yeah. In a cave. A box of scraps. Yeah. Yeah. But that was that was so cool. Like, it was kind of realistic and neat. that he was taking apart all these missiles and piecing it together. And it was this whole long sequence of having to do all these things. And this is slightly spoiler for Endgame, but I don't care now. Um, in Endgame, he just invents time travel. He just does it. Yeah. Like it's just like okay, well, we need to time travel, so I invented time travel, and that's it was like effortless. He just yeah. like created time travel. Yeah, like why it's not? No big deal. Yeah. Um, and at, when we got to that point, it's like okay, now we're we've maybe gone too far with this, where everything has to be so big and so huge, and these characters can do so many things now that we're so far past where we were before that I can't connect as much anymore. I can't connect to the movies anymore. Yeah. Um, they're just too huge uh and whereas i could really connect with this because it was so so grounded and just like i'm watching real people yeah you know doing real things and having real reactions and dealing with real problems uh yeah yeah it was cool um back to star trek though so after watching the picard trailer which i enjoyed the flashback sequences i was like you know what i haven't watched like anything star trek in forever i've just been like uh, really... You had your phase, and then you kind of yeah. I, I, I was doing I was doing a lot of stuff with Trek all at once. It was like I was doing my blog, and I was doing the thing for StarTrek.com, and I was working on this book, and it just became like okay. You I, got trekked out. I, I'm I, I got to take a break. I got to get out for a while. Um, but I I went and rewatched First Contact. It holds up, man. It's a fun movie to watch. I'm not a big fan of Next Gen. Like, I'm not a huge Next Gen guy. And I'm even less of a fan of all the Next Gen movies. But I was just like, you know what? First Context is free on Amazon Prime streaming. I'm just going to watch it. Just check it out. It was just fun to watch, man. Yeah. It was fun. And, you know, I, I have a hard time thinking of a lot of movies where I would go and watch them. If I watched a new movie that I watch now, if I'd seen it in a theater, if I'd have left the experience, like when I left First Contact, like where I felt like I'd had a good time and I enjoyed myself and... It was a movie that I'd watch again. I, there's not that many of them these days that I, I feel that much about yeah. brand new movies. But First Contact is fun, man. It was a fun movie to watch. You know, there's problems with it, but it's a fun movie to watch. I can't um, remember if I was... First Contact's one with the Borg, where they okay. have to go back through time. I think I did see that. Yeah. Um, it's probably the best of the next-gen films. I like Generations as well because of, of of Kirk being in there. Yeah. Um, Kurt, Captain Kirk. But a lot of the next gen stuff in there is kind of weak in that movie. Uh, this is definitely the best of the next gen only movies. That's the best one for yeah. sure. Uh, but yeah, I watched it. Cool. All the all the Trek movies are free on Amazon Prime right now. 
Watch them. Watch them, man. Why not? I've got the first two at home already. Watch the third one on there. I don't, that's the only... Watch the fourth one. It's one with the whales. It does have the whales. It's got the whales, it's got Spock man. wearing that. Yeah. Spock wearing that a robe smock. thing? Yeah, he's oh, wearing the man. robe. He's got the... Yeah, man. Yeah. That's a cool one. That one is pretty fun, that actually. That one's fun. Star Trek fun. Six is also really good. Undiscovered Country? I don't know if I know that. With the Klingons? It's the final one. one with all the cast. It's great. I, I don't think I saw that. It's done by Nick Meyer, who also did Star Trek Two. Okay. Wrath um, of Khan. He did Wrath of Khan. Man, if you haven't seen Undiscovered Country, you need to watch it. I don't think I... It's been undiscovered. It was good. To me. Other people don't like Star Trek Five. I love Star Trek Five. That's one Shatner directed. It's got weak effects, and it's it's a bummer that that movie gets such a bad rap because of the bad effects. Yeah. There's nothing you could do about it. Like, the effects company that said they were going to be able to do it wasn't able to do it. And it was kind of a scramble to finish the movie. Bummer. Um, so a lot of stuff he wanted to do, he couldn't do. But at its heart, I think it captures the original series feel the most. Like the the relationship between Kirk, Spock, and McCoy of all the movies. Hmm. Like it feels like that one captures how they acted with each other in the original series better than the other movie. Maybe Captain Kurt knew what he was doing Captain Kurt. Captain Curve. Yeah. Captain Curve. What's the T for? What is the T for? What does the T for, Captain? Captain. Scotty stole my koosh ball. He pulled out three of the strings. It's got a bald spot now. <laughs> I would like him to replace it, but he refuses. <laughs> See what you can do. How'd you get the koosh ball? So <laughs> I don't know. Qu- so quickly. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who thinks about koosh balls nowadays? There's a demon spirit moving through you is telling you things to say for some some unseen purpose. Ball. <laughs> that was the worst when you lost when, when a couple string, of strings got yeah, pulled out. Yeah, a couple out. strings pulled out. It was over, man. There was You don't want to play with that thing anymore. You weren't around you even. Yeah. It was an embarrassment. You couldn't take that to school. Koosh ball misses strings, man. Forget it. You'd be a laughing stock. He's missing some of the koosh. Yeah. The Duke Koosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else you got? You got anything else? Yeah, I got one more thing, probably. I got a couple things. So. Okay, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it grounded here, and I'm grounded, man. Got a little episode of film and print. Oh, yeah. all right, all right. So uh, this week's episode of film and print is 1984. Oh, George Orwell. George Orwell. It's good. So there's a lot of. Uh, I hear the word Orwellian getting tossed around yeah. a whole lot. Oh, you know. You, you know and, people are going to say it. And sometimes wrongfully, sometimes right, though. But there are a lot of things going on that, to me, look Orwellian, and it's it's a little bit scary. And if you want to kind of tap into some of that, the book is heavy. It's oh, a yeah. heavy book. Now you're talking about Orson Wellian. That's right. Well, if you're talking about heavy. That's right. Orson Welles. That's pretty he got good. Heavy. Yeah, hey. That demon spirit is moving through. Hey, man, it works. telling you to do... Orson Wellian. Um, uh, but the movie, it's got John Hurt playing the lead. And I've never seen the movie. It's made in the 80s. There are two movies. There's one that was made in the 50s, I think, and it's black and white, and it's filmed, obviously, on a set. It's very... It's finite, I would say. It's good, I think, but the, the movie... From the 80s, it's, it's kind of hard to find, but um, it might be on YouTube. Mm. Um, they got just enough color in there. to It's drab. I mean, the story is dark. I mean, it's just... But uh, just enough color in there, and the soundtrack was done by the Eurythmics. Oh. You think the Eurythmics? What the heck? A pop group? What are they doing here? They did the soundtrack, and they put out a CD that was related. They put an album 
that was related to the movie had some of the mu- music from the movie, but the rest of them were songs that were just inspired mm. by the film. Um, anyway, so that movie is is really good. And winter time's coming up, and I think it's probably a good winter movie. It just has that cold feel to it. Everything's cold. All right. And, um, and the moments where he sees this field, the moment where he goes to the field, it's, it's very colorful. It's almost Wizard of Oz sort of transition. Um, anyway, so good book, and I considered it really a a must read. Even if you even if you just look into the themes of the book, I think it's it's important for people to be aware of that because that book was written as a warning, and it seems like it seems like people took it as a uh, instru- instruction a an instruction manual. Oh, yeah, that's this who, is what we should do. A destruction manual. This is what we should do. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. Do it. All right. Let's go that direction. Yeah, he wasn't saying that. It's getting heavy in here now. It's not good. So anyway, 1984, good book, good movie, and okay. uh, they make a good pair. I think the movie's a really good ad- adaptation without, you know, he had to sacrifice some things from the book, but yeah, really good. Tell you what is good right now. Tell me. X-Men comics are pretty good right now. Yeah. Yeah. I know you were reading that Rob Liefeld book. Was it X-Man? Well, now, hang on now. Whoa, slow down. X-Captain? Something well, like that? that was Major X. <coughs> and oh, yeah. I did enjoy that. I was going to say Captain X. It was very 90s. Yeah. Um, he's no longer working for Marvel now. That, that just happened in the last couple days. Okay. Um, I guess he, there was some kind of money thing. Like, he's going to be suing Marvel for something. That makes sense, yeah. Um, And he announced that he will no longer be doing any covers, and there will be no more Major X projects. He had two more Major Xs planned, and he said, that's it. No more work for Marvel. Okay. So this is all settled, uh, which makes sense. But they just got done doing this, like, jo- Jonathan Hickman, who's one of the writers for him, he writes big, giant stories. And up until this point, I always kind of thought, I was like, ah, I'm not really into his stuff that much. It's kind of, he it feels like he's trying to meet Grant Morrison. I don't really, don't really dig his stuff that much. But he had this relaunch, this uh, House of X, Powers of X, Powers of 10, whatever you want to call it. This two series that are basically one large series, like a 12-issue series that kind of is going to turn the whole X-Men universe. And they kept like promoting it as this is the next big step for X-Men. And they listed big events that have happened for X-Men throughout the years. <clears throat> and they were kind of saying this was going to be the next one that changes things. Um, and I kind of thought it was just a bunch of hooey. Like, ah, yeah. they're, just, they're just saying that to promote it. It's just going to be another crossover that everybody's going to forget about in a couple of years. And it's not. It's like, it was insane. I mean, the stuff that he did in the series was just... Who, Rob Liefeld? No, not Rob Liefeld. Jonathan Hickman, the writer, um, was just insane. You talked about this in the last episode. I did, yeah. But it's over now. Okay. So they finished it. It it has long-lasting consequences for, like, the entire Marvel Mm. Universe. Like, it changes Mm. the entire landscape for X-Men... For like years to come. That sounded like the last one. It sounded just like the last one. Um, and so now they've... Dawn of X has now begun, which is now the relaunch of all these X titles. Like the start of everything. And so his X-Men book came out this week. And that's written by Hickman. Um, and then other people are going to be doing other books. And it's it's continuing on. Like it's like mm. taking that series and then putting it into a regular series. And it's just, man. So is this... Uh, aside from the usual title still going on? Kind of like... No, this is it. This is it. This is it. So they're... <clears throat> this is everything Restart. it is now. Okay. Is this. Um, so it's it's a really good time for jumping on if you're a new reader, but you really need to read House of X and Powers of X before you can get into these other books. After you read 1984, the book. After you read 1984, then the go movie. pick up House of X and Powers of X right. 
and then start picking up X-Men books. For at least, I'm going to give everyone in the new series at least the first issue. Because Jonathan Hickman's only writing X-Men. But there's X-Men, Excalibur, X-Force, Fallen Angels, Marauders, and that might be it. Um, I'll give every one of them the first issue. Try Try, it out. Give it a try. And then I'll trim off the ones I don't want to keep going with. But man, it was, I'm so it's It's amazing how many people are showing up at the comic shop for this book. Like every Wednesday, like the crowd that's there mm-hmm. in the mornings now, and people talking about a comic like it hasn't happened for me in a while. Yeah. Like that, people have been that excited and want to talk about each issue. Um, the last time I remember this happening was like Batman Hush, was where we yeah. were so excited with each issue and wondering what was going to happen and excited to go to the comic shop and pick it up. Man, it was it's great. It's really great. It's cool. But it had me thinking about one of my big regrets from... We always talk about the regrets of the Earth days. Yeah. Why didn't I buy more of those carded Toy Biz X-Men? Because they were always there. I don't know. There was tons of them. It was a great oh, line. Oh, you had a whole wall full of them. It was a great line that we both loved as a kids. Yeah. We, we both loved it. Yeah. Um, and they are all there. They were all there. For three bucks a piece, probably. For the picking. Three bucks a piece for carded them. Yes. I mean, they're still cheap. You can still get them cheap. Yeah, but you have to... But I gotta track them down. Track them down. So I gotta track them down. You have to put them down. You have to. Um, So I've started though. I've started tracking them down and putting them down because I want to get them now while they're still four or five bucks a piece. Yeah. Because everything's cycling. Yeah. Sooner or later it'll blow. Well, that's everything's blowing up. I was looking for. um, I can't remember what I was trying to track. Indiana Jones. Track down and put down. Oh, that's one of the things. Yeah. Yeah. I know you were trying to track that down. No, I was trying to track and put those. I know you were. Um, something as simple as well that Dick Tracy. They ordered for me. Oh, yeah. Those were at the shop, and those were $3 a piece. Yep. And was that 10 or 15 bucks that one cost yeah, me? Yeah, for a card one. For, Everything's know, just, not you know, cra- Not crazy, but... They're not. But, but they're going con- up. Considering that I could have just could bought have it then. could have had the whole line. Could have had the whole line. The whole line. Same with the shadow figures. Yep. Same with... Uh, yeah, it's a big regret, man. I, I think back to a lot of those lines, like, I could have just taken a couple hundred bucks... And bought like entire lines and just put them in a box and sent them away. And then and when you got the urge, you say, "Wait a second, I have that. I have that." And pull them out. And, and put they're them in that on box. The shelves. There they are. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not I'm not going to miss the boat on X Men because there are so many lines now that are cycling into, yep, vintage and nostalgia where they're becoming super expensive to pick them up. Well, not super expensive. Well, but they like got those twenty five dollars, thirty dollars a figure. Got or those card backs. Yeah. Out with the, the retro new, card backs. The, yeah, yeah. With the new X Men figures. Like so. Deadpool. Is easily a thirty forty dollar figure now carded. Diapold. It's Diapold. Yeah. But eventually, all of them are going to start cycling into that. I, yeah. As probably the nineties nostalgia starts to take off more. It's going to become harder and harder to pick stuff up. Uh, but I'm going to grab them because it was get, fun. Get the X Men. I'm going to get the X Men for four or five bucks a piece when I can. Get that. Get that first Wolverine. Get that first Wolverine. It was a terrible figure. But but. At the time, it was what you, it was. It at the time he was awesome. You couldn't wait to get a Wolverine figure. I couldn't You'd wait never to had get one before. I, I did. I had Secret Wars, but well, you had the Secret Wars, but 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 that was it. You had Secret that Wars. That was it. And you, you thought, had one X Men character. That was, that was your was chance. <clears throat> you didn't get anybody else. Right. But when that first wave of X Men hit, you had Cyclops, you had Colossus, yeah. Nightcrawler, Storm, all Magneto, all Juggernaut. the gang. You could get all those. All the X Men were there. All the X Men were there. Archangel, you could get him. Wolverine, they want to have a removable mask. They wanted to do it. Use it as a ring. Use it as a ring for yourself. Uh, that was a silly gimmick. That was not... That was the, bad. That's the worst thing about it. I could take the I would chunky... just take the, the mask off and just leave it off. It was just unmasked Wolverine yeah. for me. They did do that talking one. Yeah. had the backpack and had the mask on all the time. Right. And that was way better. It was. But he had brown on the top of his head. Yeah. 
which didn't make any sense. And he had tiny little claws. So it was either way. Yeah, you he, got, had the, he had the... He had itty bitty little claws. They were so <laughs> tiny. <laughs> either way, you were a host. What were they doing? <laughs> you could either go with the ring mask and the claws that popped out yep. of his hands or little tiny itty bitty claws and an inaccurate mask. Yep. That's all you had until the tiger stripe came along. And then when that came out, that was great. That was great. The sculpt was way better. Way better. It's more action-y. Yep. Uh, he had the curve claws. He had the curve claws, and they wouldn't stay in. They wouldn't stay in. You had to press them in and, and, they let, them, back and out. let them go. Put them in and let them go. Press them in but and let them go again. I was okay with the curve claws. You took it because I was like, you know it what? was such a cool It's thing. Tiger Stripe Wolverine, and yep. it's cool. Um, that second wave, man, there was... They really... It was a complete turnaround. A big jump. Yeah, a big, big jump between wave yeah. one and wave two. There were some great figures in that second wave. Um, they really... Yeah, they were. Upped it on the yeah, second wave. Iceman. Iceman. Gambit. Clear figure. You know Gambit had that crappy coat, but he was still a cool figure. It was okay. He was still okay. He was still pretty neat. He was still he was still a cool figure. And you got the X-Force, you got the first Cable. Cable. The Cable's cool. Bishop. You got Bishop. Was Bishop, Bishop wasn't a second Bishop was, wave. I think, Bishop third was or fourth wave. Later, it was later, but. Yeah. You had uh, Cannonball. Yeah. was uh, somewhere around. He was kind of. He was X-Force wave one. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Diopold was in X-Force wave one. Diopold. You had uh, Sunspot. He was in there. Banshee and Forge. Forge was a cool figure. Forge was cool. He had a gun permanently stuck on his hand, That's but okay. he had a see-through leg. Shatterstar. That was cool. Shatterstar, hey, you had him. I had him. You had him. I didn't. It was the 90s. Hey. It was the That's 90s. Okay. It was Shatterstar. That's okay. He had a sword with two blades on it. Why not, man? But on the figure, they had a bridge between the blades to keep him from... That's separate. all you could do. Uh, <laughs> I mean, hey. Okay. What do you expect? You want too much from him. As a young kid, I was like... How's he supposed to cut through anything with these? He didn't. He didn't. But I had him. Look at the jump between Magneto version 1 and Magneto version 2. Yeah. Magneto version 2 was a cool sculpt, Big man. jump. Big, big jump between those two. Yeah. The first one was weird looking. First one was like, we if we can just get these out. Yeah. They, the, they were sculpted by the guys who sculpted those generic pirates figures back in the day that you would find at, like... Yeah. like Woolworths. Oh, oh, keep you, going. You know what I'm talking about? The real, yeah. real gummy sculpts. Yeah. That's what the first wave they were was, rough. was kind of like. They were rough. Those first wave were chunky, were rough. chunky legs. There was a couple good ones. Nightcrawler was solid. Nightcrawler was pretty Nightcrawler good. Nightcrawler was a good sculpt. I didn't um, mind the bendy tail either. It made I sense. I mean, that was a good one. I don't think Archangel was a bad sculpt. His wings were a little weak. It, but sculpt yeah, was pretty decent. it was okay. Yeah. It was okay. Juggernaut was good. Juggernaut that was, was good. good one. Yeah. But the Wolverine was definitely a huge step up. Magneto was a huge step up. Yeah. Um, I just saw the Office figures. Based on the show. Uh, who's doing those? Reaction? No. Fat Mojo. The Fat guy that, Mojo. Which they did DuckTales. And DuckTales were awesome. Okay. So I expected the same awesomeness. They're not? They're awful. Really? I mean, they are awful. Like, these look like the worst kind of dollar store figures you can imagine. Oh, that's too bad. I'm going to try and bring up a picture while we're on here still. Hang that on. is too bad because I could have... Uh, I would have been all over it. I could have gone for a Michael Scott at least. So the first wave is Michael Scott. Give me a Pam figure. Um, Pam and uh, Dwight. It's a three-figure wave. Okay. Um, I know it's on his Instagram. Let's see. So they are $13 each, first of all. Okay. They're five-inch figures. Okay. And they look like straight garbage. So there's Dwight. There's Michael. And there's Pam. Look at that face. Look at her face. Her face. Her face. Her face. Not as bad as I was picturing when you said they were garbage. The, the 
These are garbage, man. I could tell who they're supposed to be, but not, not what I would have wanted. No. Not not for $13. These are not $5 for, figures. Yeah, not for 13 For show. Man, that's rough. That's rough. That's disappointing. All right. Well, I guess that's it. We went almost an hour. You know we could do an hour. You know, is there anything else? Oh, Kevin Feige has apparently re- is now the chief creative officer of all of Marvel now. Like oh, he's good. Promoted now. He oversees like everything, like print mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, Joe Casada, I think, was the chief creative officer, <clears throat> and he's now down to like executive VP of creative direction or something. So to me, this kind of sounds like they want to pull everything back in and have it controlled by the one thing that's actually working really well at Marvel, and that's the movie stuff. I'm hopeful that we don't see everything get movieized for the comics. It's Kevin Feige. It's Kevin Feige, so it might all get movieized. He might do it. I don't know. Um, like I said, X-Men's really good right now. It was a step in the right direction what they did with this. The rest of their books are pretty bad. So hopefully this means that maybe there's going to be improvements. I don't know. It's very interesting to see what happens with it, though. There's no telling, honestly. What do you, I mean, what, what could you know? There's nothing you can know. Nothing. There's nothing you can know. You couldn't know. Nothing might even change. It might just all stay the same as it was before, and it could just be like a maybe he'll just take the easy, title change. Take it as an easy job. Take an easy job. Yeah. All right. Well, that's it then. Okay, Mike and James, Action Features, the podcast. Check it out at actionfeatures.net. You did. Hey, you got it right. Did I? Uh, Shoot. Actionfeatures.net is correct. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think you meant to say .org.com slash check, check us out on Facebook.org. Facebook.org. <laughs> MySpace.com. <laughs> Facebook.org slash MySpace.net. You'll find it. Check us out at HootieBoos.com. <laughs> HootieBoos. That's the new, that's the new uh, social media platform that I'm creating. Oh, really? HootieBoos. Yeah, because we don't have enough... Social platforms that are just absolutely stupid sounding words. Yeah, that we can like Twitch. Yeah. Oh, I because because Snapchat because I don't want to really read in the history books in the future. Yeah. The president of the United States sent out a Twitter. He sent, a, he sent out a tweet. He sent out the tweets. He tweeted. You can't sound tough doing that. No. Roosevelt didn't send any tweets. He didn't send out tweets. That's stupid. Yeah. So and who, let's not too get, get too p- political here, though. That's not political at all. It's don't a, get political. It's about the. It's about tweets? It's about tweets. Oh, okay. It's then it's, it's then a stupid it's, word. We're all accepting this. We're just going down the yeah. stream. It's stupid. So Hootie Boos, that's my next... I'll sign up for Hootie Boos. Hey. Yeah. I'm going to put serious, serious comment, uh, content on HootieBoos.com. Only serious content. Hootie Boos. Hootie Boos. Dot com. It's, it kind of sounds like the Moody Blues. Well, you can put a rhyme on there. Yeah. All right. Hootie Boos. Hootie Boos. You can be my Hootie Boo. Instead of friends, yeah. you might be my Hootie Boo. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because you're friends on Facebook. But do a... Do a Hootie. Do a... A, oh. ho, a Hoo Boo. A oh. Hoo Boo is I'm going to give it a hoot. So, I get, instead of a like, yeah. I give it a hoot. And a if hoot. you're my friend on there, you're my Hootie Boo. Yeah. So, I'll send you a Hootie Boo request. That's good. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's it. It's all worked out. Yeah.